Have you always wanted to have a program on the radio? If you can talk on the phone, you can have your very own program on Holy Ghost Radio 2. You can produce your program or we can help you produce it. For more information, tap on the ad panel on our app or contact us through our website, www.holyghostradio.com. The following program is brought to you by an independent producer. The opinions expressed on the program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, or ownership of Holy Ghost Radio. This is a Tell It Like It Is radio broadcast, and if you'd like to get a hold of us tonight, you can text...
Pastor Bob Simons. His cell phone number is 701-290-7862. Or you can call us in the studio, 701-225-5133. And if you're out of country listening, you can email um, the pastor, Robert Simons, 58 at gmail.com. Thank you, Abe. Good to be on the air tonight with everyone. This is Pastor Bob, and this is the Tell It Like It Is radio show, like he said. Good to have uh, Abe here. We might hear from him in a little while with his uh, his uh, skillful guitar playing and singing. And I've got, I've got some grandkids that are surpassing me musically, but for some reason that doesn't make me feel bad. Turn me up just a little bit there. The... Uh, you're listening to a live radio broadcast, so if you're listening on Holy Ghost Radio, I just want you to be aware this is live if it's if it's on April 29th, 2018. Otherwise, it would be a podcast, and it's not. And so you could be listening that way. <laughs> you can be listening on the Internet on uh, KDIX.net, or you could be listening to the local radio station here in Dickinson, North Dakota. That's where I live. That's where our church is, the New Life Pentecostal Church. 501 Elks Drive is where we're at, and uh, and we've uh, been in our new building for three months now, and it, we set an attendance record again this Sunday, and uh, God is moving and doing really great things here in Dickinson, visitors and uh, great services, and we want you to come next Wednesday, this Wednesday, 730 is our next service, 501 Elks Drive. We're going to start the radio broadcast out with singing a song. And so uh, we'll just go. This song is a song I had I had, I had written many many years ago, and uh, one of my first songs that I had written. And uh, it's just called "Simply Called Out." I got a call one evening many years ago from someone who I didn't know real well. Asked if I was ready to come out from among them. He told me he would save my soul from hell. And I was called out, called out to be holy, called out, called out of this world, called life lay before me I was called out to him well my life was full of sin when Jesus called me in he had a plan to wash those sins away baptized in Jesus name in the apostolic way His blood washed away each stain And I was called out Called out to be holy Called out Called out of this world Called out A new life lay before me I was called out to him but it didn't seem to me 
I could live in victory. I had a plan, God had a plan, so I could do that too. Well, I spoke in other tongues when the Holy Ghost came in. The gift He gave to me, He'll give to you. And I was called out, called out to be holy, called out, called out of this world, called out, a new life lay before me, I was called out to Him. And there's soon a day a-coming I'll hear the sounding of a trumpet The dead in Christ shall rise from their graves And we who are alive and remain Shall be caught up to be with Him His bride has made herself ready to go And we'll be called out, called out to be with Him. Called out, called out of this world. Called out, eternal life before us will be called out to be with Him. the Tell Like It Is show. That song is called Called Out, and uh, I don't have it on an album or a CD because I never did write one, but, but if you want my autograph, just come to church Wednesday night, I might give you that. <laughs> pastor Bob is the pastor of the New Life Pentecostal Church, and uh, hey, my friend uh, Pastor Schuler has texted me from Grafton. I'm going to talk about you tonight, and uh, we've got some people. Let me, let me look through this list here. We've got... Uh, some Willis's tuned in. We've got Carl and Jeannie tuned in. We've got Lori tuned in. We've got a Jasmine tuned in from Bismarck. Sierra from Arizona tuned in. And I know her grandparents. We've got uh, Pastor Schuler from Grafton tuned in tonight. And if you want to be part of this program, you can text me at 701-290-7862. Ben Yoder is listening out in Pennsylvania. Ben, I miss you. And um, I hope you're doing good out there. I'm sure you are. But uh, he was a young man that, uh, just a great young man that was part of our church for a while, moved out to Pennsylvania to help a church out there. So that's neat. Tonight we are going to look into the scripture. I want to just turn your attention. I'm going to talk about something that I preached about in our church today and maybe maybe, uh, add some more to it. Psalm 37, verses 4 and 5 says, Delight. Thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. Commit thy way unto the Lord, trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. And so these verses, Psalm 37, 4 and 5, are talking about how if we want God, we're going to find it, find him. And if we commit our way to the Lord, and trust in him that he's going to bring it to pass. He's going to work it out for us. He's going to make it happen. And I had I enjoyed so much today preaching this. Sometimes I preach and I don't feel like I connect and I I, I go home feeling terrible. 
But uh, today I didn't feel that way, and I, I enjoyed it so much because because I believe this with all my heart. I, I deal with people in our prison ministry all the time that have messed up things to the point where they think they can't be fixed. And I, I encourage them today. I said, if you will commit your way to the Lord, he'll bring it to pass. You don't have to worry about that. The text that I took in church was in Proverbs chapter 16 and verse 9, but the whole 1 through 9 uh, has to do with this. Verse 3 of Proverbs 16, Commit thy works unto the Lord, and thy thoughts shall be established. Uh, he, uh, he goes on in verse 5, Every one that is proud in heart is an abomination to the Lord, and, and he goes on to say, when a man's ways please the Lord, he makes even his enemies to be at peace with him. But in verse 9, he said, A man's heart deviseth his way, but the Lord directeth his steps. And what the, what that verse means is that you can kind of make your plan, and it makes sense to you, but God is the one that's going to work it out. That, that's and, and the best laid plans of mice and men do come to naught. They really do. Because a lot of times that mouse will make his plan and somebody will step on him. <laughs> and it's so much for his plan. Now he's just mush. You know, there there is, I, I, you know, I'm just, it sounds like I'm rambling here a little bit, but but I'm, I'm, I'm going to get to this. Here. I'm going to talk about this tonight. I want to, I want to just talk about it because, because you commit your way to the Lord and he's going to bring it to pass. You just need to put your trust in him. He'll take care of it. He really will. Uh, you might be out there listening to, tonight and you're a, a Pentecostal single lady wondering, am I ever going to find a good man to get married to? Well, God will work that out. He'll take care of that. You just commit your way to the Lord. You might be a single young man out there, a Pentecostal young man, and you're saying, uh, will I ever find a, a good wife? But God will work it out. He'll take care of you. You see, you you can plan your way. A man's heart deviseth his way. It's not wrong to make plans. But you make your plan to be great in God's kingdom, and he'll work it out. And he'll work it out way beyond you could ever think. And we need to put some trust in him. Because that's what, that's what the, these verses are saying. Commit thy way. Psalm 37, 5. Commit thy way unto the Lord. Trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. You know, and the Bible is full of stories like this. The Bible is. It's full of stories like this. There, there are, the Bible's full of, of stories like, um, of, of Hannah and stories like, uh, Leah and, and some of these ladies in the Bible that looked like their lives were not going to work out, but they committed their way to the Lord and the Lord brought it to pass. And I'm here tonight to tell you that if you make a decision to serve God, he's going to work it out. He is going to fix it. He's going to make it happen. And you can go to the bank with that. And I've got a lot of stories tonight that I'm going to tell about that. Maybe one that happened in Lakota, North Dakota. I might tell a story about that. I might tell a story about something that happened in Mountain Grove, Missouri, tonight. Stay tuned for the Tell It Like It Is show, and uh, text me tonight, 
Tell him what you want. Thank you for everybody um, that's been texting me tonight, 701-290-7862, lots of them, and uh, people from all over the place texting. Good to have you guys listening tonight, and um, we've got, uh, like I said, we've got uh, Abe Simon's going to be playing a live song singing here in a little bit. Somebody texted and wants us to play uh, Sunday School Girl by Larry Carter. We might do that, but we might have to do the other version I don't know if we've got the Larry Carter version or not, but we have, uh, what's his name? Uh, what is it? I, Greg McCool. Yeah, we. I think we've got a Sunday school. Oh, we got the Larry Carter one too. All right. Okay, We. you are listening to the Tell It Like It Is radio show. That was a momentary lapse of, of reason there. But anyway, I'm back. I'm back, in, uh, I'm back in the saddle here. We're talking about... The scripture tonight, we're zeroing in specifically on Psalm 37, 5. Commit thy way unto the Lord. Trust also in him. He shall bring it to pass. I want to say hello to the ladies from the women's prison that are listening tonight. And also David Portalis listening down in um, down, down in Wapaton area. And just all of you that have texted me tonight, glad that you're listening. You know, 
committing your way unto the Lord and with trusting in Him, He'll bring it to pass. I really believe that if there is a hungry person tonight that's listening to this radio show, hungry for God, wanting the things of God, God will move heaven and hell, heaven or hell, He'll move anything to get to you to bring it to pass, this commitment that you made to Him. You know, uh, some good friends of ours, they pastor now in Grafton, North Dakota, but many years ago, uh, these we were trying to see a Pentecostal church started in Devil's Lake. And it looked like these people were going to move to Devil's Lake and start a Pentecostal church. But instead of moving to Devil's Lake, they moved to a little town called Lakota, North Dakota. And I thought, and if the Schulers are listening to me, I can tell them this, I thought they were crazy to move to Lakota. I thought... Why not move to Devil's Lake? It's a bigger town. But little did I know of what God was doing there. You see, this this uh, God, when there is somebody that's hungry for God, God will do whatever needs to be done to reach that person. When you commit your way to the Lord, He'll bring it to pass. And when... My friend, Pastor Schuler and his family moved to Lakota, North Dakota. He didn't know. We didn't know. But where he set up his, he, he bought a little area, a little business downtown in Lakota. He's a furniture, uh, he, he works on used furniture. The name of his business was Born Again Furniture. And he, uh, he can recover furniture. He can rebuild furniture. And he started his little furniture business and a Pentecostal church right on the main street of Lakota, North Dakota. And across the street was a woman that owned a fitness center. And that woman was a backslidden Pentecostal woman named Tammy. And the long, to make a long story shorter, Because they moved to Lakota, North Dakota, Tammy ended up getting right with God. And now her son is a powerful Pentecostal preacher that's anointed of God. In fact, um, he's, he's a huge plus in a giant prison ministry that's going on down in Bismarck right now where I think last year, and somebody correct me if I'm wrong, I think they had 30 or 40 people receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And 30 or 40 people, am I wrong on this? Somebody tell me if I'm wrong, if I'm exaggerating. 30 or 40 people baptized in the name of Jesus. And some of that and much of that was touched by a young man named Gabe, whose mom is Tammy who had a desire to get right with God and maybe didn't even know it yet herself. And God moved a Pentecostal preacher and his family to a town called Lakota, North Dakota that can't have more than, I don't know, how many people live in Lakota? 500 people? I don't even know. Why am I telling you this? Because if you commit your way to the Lord, he'll bring it to pass. He'll bring it to pass. You see, there is a hunger inside of people for the things of God. Many times they don't even know about it themselves. 
If I have time in this broadcast, I'm going to tell my story, which I've told many, many times uh, on this radio show. But there is, the scripture teaches and shows that when people are hungry for God, there was a man named Zacchaeus in the, in the scripture that had a hunger for God and Jesus just happened to walk by where Zacchaeus was. Jesus, Zacchaeus climbed a tree so he could see Jesus. But the truth was, what he didn't know is Jesus saw him before he ever climbed that tree. And he looked up in the tree, and that little short man that was up in the tree, and he said, Zacchaeus, I have to go to your house today. That's what he said. I have to go to your house today. You see this, and he got to Zacchaeus' house, and he, Zacchaeus um, uh, was touched by Jesus. And Jesus made the statement that salvation has come to this house today. For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. The Lakota has a population of 700, I was just texted. But you see, Pentecostal preacher and his family moved to Lakota, North Dakota, because there was a woman named Tammy there that wanted to get right with God. And nobody, they didn't know it. She had no idea they were moving there. She got right with God. Her son, who was involved in drugs out in California, through that contact, he got right with God. And now there are dozens of people living for God, and he was instrumental in seeing their conversion. You see, this this uh, God will get you there. If you want to get somewhere with God, God will get you there. He'll bring you there. You know, this. there's no accidents when it comes to hungry people. If you're listening to this radio program tonight, and this is a live program, you guys. You're listening to this program. You live in Dickinson, North Dakota. This is no accident that you're going to hear that, that what it takes to be saved tonight. In Acts chapter 2 and verse 38 and verse 37, people, Peter was preaching. He wasn't on the radio, but he was preaching, and somebody said, uh, cried out some people cried out men and brethren what shall we do and peter said unto them in acts 238 repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of jesus christ for the remission of sins and you shall receive the gift of the holy ghost it's no accident you just heard that but god will move heaven and earth just to reach a hungry person if you're hungry for truth, if you're hungry for God, you're in the right place today. You're, you're listening to the right program today. Everywhere Jesus went, he met people that were hungry for him. I mentioned Zacchaeus. He was hungry for God. There was a woman at a well that was hungry for, for Jesus. Jesus, isn't it amazing that Jesus was both God and man at the same time? And on this particular day, he was walking, he was weary, he was tired. And finally, he sat down at a well and in a city called Sychar. And, uh, and he sat down by Jacob's well, and Jesus was weary. And he just sat down and said, I can't go any farther. And that's the exact place 
a woman came to draw water from that well. What a coincidence, huh? Jesus got tired right at that place. But there's no coincidences with God. And he began to talk to this woman and began to show her who he was. And she was convinced. And I'm convinced she was probably there on the day of Pentecost. You know, there there is, um, you know, there is a, uh, all over this world, all over Dickinson, all over United States, God is reaching people. Tonight, while I'm on the air, I have a man that's emailing me from the Philippines. He just emailed me. I didn't read it yet. I just saw it come across my phone. This man was involved in a wild life for many, many years. This man's uncle was one of the founding members of the Sons of Silence motorcycle gang. And he ended up in our county jail, and he came to our church services. And I had the privilege of baptizing that man in the name of Jesus. You see, there's no accidents with God. God, God was, was reaching, God was touching, God orchestrated all of that. And now he's living in the Philippines and still listening to the radio. Last I heard he was going to a Pentecostal church over there. You know, Jesus, the Bible says that Jesus got in a boat one day with his disciples and they went across the sea where he lived. And he came to a place and we got off the boat, a man that was demon-possessed. This man that was demon-possessed ran into to, uh, ran to Jesus. The Bible said he worshipped Jesus. And uh, he, uh, he, he worshipped Jesus, and Jesus cast the demon out of this man. And the man was left in his right mind, clothed in his right mind. And if you read that story carefully, you'll find that the only reason that Jesus went over there was to reach this man. You see, what a coincidence, right? There is no coincidence with God. This man was hungry. He was messed up. Man, he was insane. He was demon-possessed with a thousand demons. He was he was the, the worst nutcase you ever met, but there was something in that man that wanted God. And how do I know that? Because when Jesus landed on the shore, this man ran over and worshipped Jesus. And Jesus cast those demons out of that man. He set him free. And that's what God wants you to do today. You need to commit your way to the Lord. You need to have the desire. I don't care how messed up on drugs you are. Jesus can set you free. It hasn't always been this way. I remember brighter days Before the dark ones came And stole my mind Wrapped my soul in chains 
Now I live among the dead Fighting voices in my head Hoping someone hears me crying in the night And carries me away And set me free From the chains that are holding me Is anybody out there hearing me? Set me free Morning breaks another day And finds me crying in the rain All alone with my demons I am Who is this man that comes my way The dark ones shriek, they scream his name Is that the one they say will set the captive free Jesus rescue me Set me free From the chains that are holding me Is anybody out there hearing me? Set me free As the God man passes by He looks straight through my eyes And darkness cannot hide He said, do you want to be free? To your chains I hold the key All power in heaven and earth belong to me Do you want to be free? To your chains I hold the key All the power in heaven and earth belong to me You are free Jesus can set you free tonight. You know, this program is not just for the drug addicts and the alcoholics, but I'll tell you this. I've met so many people that are so... Oh, thank you, Abe, by the way. That was Abe Simons. This is the Tell It Like It Is radio show. And uh, we're broadcasting live tonight from Dickinson, North Dakota. The, um, But I've met so many people over the years, especially being involved with jail ministry, that are so hopeless. They don't even know if they want to start because they've messed up so much stuff. Uh, there was a man that uh, just today, and, and you got to know this man. I've come to um, really, really respect this man. He's in my prison ministry, and he walked up to me today. He's going to be taken away this week to federal prison. He doesn't know where he's going. Not sure exactly how long he's going to be there, maybe seven years. But he walked up to me today, and he looked at me, and he's a really tough guy. I mean, you can, I can just tell. He's a tough, tough guy. And he said, he said, I want you to know, he said, I'm going to find you when I get out. And I'm coming to your church. I'm coming back to see you. He said, I promise you that I'll come and see you. He said, because he said, these services have changed my life. And you know what? I, what I was preaching, what I'm preaching right now, you commit your way to the Lord. He's going to work it out. He's going to bring it to pass. Alejandro, if you're listening today, he's going to bring it to pass. He'll work it out. He'll work it out with your family. He's going to work it out. 
Commit your way to the Lord. Trust in Him, and He'll bring it to pass. This program tonight, if I had unlimited radio time, I could make it last a long, long time. And the reason I could is because my mind is full of stories tonight. You know, I told the story about what happened in Grafton. Let me tell you another story that I just heard this afternoon. A friend of ours sitting at our kitchen table just told us this. Her dad was a a Pentecostal pastor, and he started a church in Mountain Grove, Missouri. I've been to Mountain Grove, and I've actually seen that church. He laid the block by hand in that church. Um, He felt God called him to that place. In fact, he was looking at some land there, and he wanted to buy it. And um, while he was out looking at the land, some neighbors came over and said, What are you doing here? And he said, I'm looking at this land. They go, why do you want to buy this land? He said, well, I'd let, we want to build a church here. And they said, okay, we've got to tell you a story. We've been, we're neighbors to this land, and at night, there's a light that shines on this land. And we've come over here at night, and we can't find out where the light's coming from. We come over here during the day, and we can't see where it could be coming from. But we know something's very odd here about this land. I think that's an interesting story. So this Pentecostal pastor, who had no money at all, went to a bank and said, I need to borrow some money to start a church. And the banker said, I don't know who you are. I don't know anything about you. And I don't know anything about that church, but I'm going to borrow you the money to build that church. So he starts building the church and laying the block by hand, and somebody pulled up and said, in a, in a pickup or a vehicle, and said, if you were to want a well here drilled on your property for your church, where would you want it? And he said, well, I, I can't afford that. He said, we're, we're going to have to go without water for a while. They said, well, he said, but if you wanted one, where would you want it? He said, well, you don't understand. I don't have any money to pay for a well. And the guy said, I'm going to dig you a well for free. Where do you want it? And so he dug a well, and he built a church. And one day, a girl started coming to this church, a teenage girl, 15 years old. And this girl, her mom had died, and she was one of the older kids of a bunch of brothers and sisters. She started going to this Pentecostal church in Mountain Grove, Missouri. And as she attended this church, and she received the Holy Ghost, Abe. She was baptized in Jesus' name, 15 years old. But her dad was a bad drinker, and her dad would beat her because he didn't want her going to that church. Well, this girl was the star player on this little town's volleyball, volleyball team. But she got baptized in Jesus' name, and she got the Holy Ghost, and she decided, I'm not going to wear anything but dresses and skirts anymore, because I'm a girl. And so she told her coach, I can't play anymore, because I'm not going to dress like that. 
And the coach said, you've got to play. You're our best player. She said, I'm not going to play. And so they changed the rules so she could play in her long skirt, play volleyball for that school team. And she was on the front page of the newspaper, this little girl from Mountain Grove, in her skirt. And she said, I'm not going to dress the way everybody else dresses. Well, her dad forbid her to go to that Pentecostal church. He didn't want her to go. And one night, she went anyway. And he called the police. And the police showed up at that Pentecostal church and said, your dad, won't, your dad doesn't want you to come to this Pentecostal church. You have to come home with us. You have to go back home. And she said, I'm not going back home. He beat her. She said, I'm not going back home. He said, well, you can, you're not old enough to make your own decisions. The police told her, you've, you've got to stay here or you've got to come, come with us. She said, I'm not going with you. She said, I've got the Holy Ghost. I've been baptized in Jesus' name, and I'm not going back home. And the police said, well, you have to go. She said, I'm not going. And he said, well, I'll take you to jail. She said, take me to jail. So they locked this 15-year-old girl up in jail. And through a series of events, she got put in a foster home, and her foster parents let her come to church. And she served God through her teenage years. Some of her sisters got in the church. And the last, the lady that was telling me this story heard, she was still living for God, serving Jesus. Why did I tell that story? Because you commit your way to the Lord and he'll, he'll work it out. And if the only reason that Pentecostal preacher, Brother Tabor, if the only reason he moved to Mountain Grove, Missouri, to start that church. If the only reason that light would shine on that lot in the middle of the night for no reason was because of this girl named Sandy. I'm telling you, that's the God that I serve. If you're hungry for God and you want to change and you want to start serving God, you commit your way. You make up your mind and see what God will do. You know, there, there was a uh, many years ago in Dickinson, um, we might get, I don't know if we're going to get to, to um, I'm not going to, I'm not sure if we're going to get to Sunday. We'll play that at the end maybe, all right, Sunday school girl. You know, we, we, we moved to Dickinson many years ago. We started the church. Our first places we held service was the Ivanhoe Inn here in Dickinson. That Now that's that's abandoned uh um, motel, hotel building on Villard, that really tall building that used to be the Ivanhoe Inn. We moved to Dickinson in 1989 to start the Pentecostal Church here. We moved from Bismarck. Well, we we uh, we struggled at first, and we had you know people come and people leave, and uh, people didn't want our message. They didn't want our our Acts 2:38 message, and and uh, they would come, they would leave. We had some people that that uh, were here that that were some of our original people that we had worked with um, from Belfield, a family from Belfield received the baptism of the Holy Ghost, uh, were baptized. We had a college girl, a couple college girls that moved here, went to college in Dickinson. They helped us. But we had several breakthroughs during this time. And one of them that I want to tell you about tonight was there was a young man that was serving in the military he was he was stationed here in dickinson 
back when there was a radar base on Radar Base Hill. If you ever wondered why it's called Radar Base Hill, there was an Air Force radar base up there. And this young man was one of the 20 or 30 people that were stationed here. He, he grew up in Kentucky. His mom was not a oneness apostolic, but his mom was of another denomination, and she wanted her son to come to a Pentecostal church. In fact, her mother, his mother called me. I had no idea who this woman was. And she said, I, my son is marrying, he's from Kentucky, he's marrying a girl from Dickinson. And I wonder, could they get married in your church? Well, as it turned out, they ended up getting married back in Kentucky instead. But this mom directed her backslidden son, backslidden from what he had, which was not the Acts 2.38 message, she accidentally directed them to our church. And he brought his new wife to our church. And at that time, we were having services at the hospitality inn. And this, his wife was so hungry for God. She didn't know anything about the Acts 2.38 message. She didn't know anything about Pentecostal. She had no idea. I mean, never been exposed to it. He had been exposed to something similar to it. They visited our church. My wife and I asked them for a home Bible study. And they started coming to our house once a week for probably the next 40 weeks and having home Bible studies with us. But on our second home Bible study, or third, she came in, her husband had to work that night. She came in and she looked different. And I called her by name. I said, Larray, you look different. What happened? Oh, she said, I gave my life to Jesus. I said, when did you give your life to Jesus, Larray? During church on Sunday, she said. I said, well, which part of church on Sunday? Because we didn't have an altar call or anything. Oh, she said, right while you were preaching. I made up my mind, I'm going to live for Jesus. She came a couple weeks later to our Bible study. Or no, I'm sorry, she came, she called me a couple weeks later. And she said, uh, Pastor Bob, I go, yeah. She goes, this is LaRae. I got to tell you something. I go, what? She said, I, Shannon's working. And I was praying. I was all by myself praying in my bedroom. And I heard somebody speaking in a language that I didn't understand. And she said, so I stopped to listen, and it was me. She was filled with the baptism of the Holy Spirit in her bedroom. Is that one of the reasons that that uh, my wife and I moved to Dickinson, North Dakota? I believe it was. You see, when there is somebody that's hungry for God, he's going to find you. Commit your way unto the Lord. Trust also in him. He shall bring it to pass. There's nobody so hopeless that God, you don't have to do this. All you got to do is commit your way to the Lord. That's all you got to do. And put your trust in him. He's going to work it out. A man's heart deviseth his way, but the Lord directeth his steps. The Lord directeth his steps. 
And, and story after story after story. There were some people that lived in Weibo, Montana many years ago. And through a strange series of events, I met these people. They owned a bar in Weibo, Montana called the Rainbow Bar. Of course, that means something different nowadays than it did then. This, this, it was a husband and wife and his kid, their kids, and one of their daughters and her husband. And they ran the Rainbow Bar in Weibo, Montana. Has anybody out there listening ever heard of the Rainbow Bar in Weibo, Montana? And my wife and I, through a strange connection, met these people, started having a Bible study with these people. Pam and uh, um, Stan and Leah, Jimmy and Pam, those were the two adult couples. We started having a Bible study with these people that owned the bar, and and uh, and and they, Stan, the son-in-law, was kind of the leader of the group, I would suppose. And uh, we had we had some very spirited Bible studies. My wife and I drove to Weibo, Montana, every week, which it's about seventy miles from Dickinson, North Dakota, and we had a Bible study with them. And during one of the Bible studies, Stan said they were going to an Assemblies of God church out in Weibo, Montana at this time. And they said, oh, hey, Pastor Bob, I just wanted you to know we're all getting baptized this Sunday. And I said, whoa, wait a minute. And I said, we're going to skip ahead in our Bible study to a lesson on baptism. They said, okay. So we talked about baptism, and we talked about how you had to be, according to the Scripture, baptized in the name of Jesus that is the fulfillment of Matthew twenty-eight nineteen, where Jesus said, Be baptized in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. He didn't say in the names of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, because Father, Son, and Holy Ghost are not names. He said, Be baptized in the name of, and that's why in the book of Acts, when it shows how the disciples baptized people, <coughs> they baptized them in the name of Jesus. So we finished that Bible study. I said, you got it? They said, we got it. I said, if you get baptized, you got to get baptized in the name of Jesus. Well, that Saturday night, that Saturday afternoon, Stan met the pastor there in Weeble and his son. And they said, hey, we're, cut, we're excited to get baptized tomorrow, but the only thing is, I just want to make sure you guys baptize in the name of Jesus. And the pastor said, uh, no, Stan, we don't baptize in the name of Jesus. We baptize using the titles Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. And Stan said, well, we want to get baptized in the name of Jesus. And the pastor's son said, Stan, my dad's been doing this for about 40 years. You should just listen to the way my dad says it. And Stan said, well, I've been cutting lumber for about 20 years because Stan had been a lumberjack. And if some young guy showed me a better way to do it, I'd do it. And Stan said, so you won't baptize us in the name of Jesus? And they said, no, we won't. So I get a call that Saturday night. And Stan said, Pastor Bob, that pastor over here in Weeble won't baptize us in the name of Jesus. He said, I got a question. Would you consider doing it? Would you? Could you baptize us in the name of Jesus? I said, Stan, I, I think I could. And so that Sunday, they drove to our church in Dickinson, and I baptized five of them in the name of Jesus. And they started coming to our church. And a period of time went by, and and, uh, and Jimmy called me. He said, 
You know what? Jimmy got the Holy Ghost in our church. We were singing, Here I am, Lord, here I am. And uh, I got a call that Sunday afternoon from Jimmy's wife, Pam, and she said, Pastor, I just want you to know, we were singing that song, Here I Am, Here I Am, and Jimmy said he started singing in a language he never heard before. Jimmy got the Holy Ghost. Some of the rest of the family got the Holy Ghost. I got a call from him several months that went by. He said, Pastor Bob, I can't serve this poison anymore. He said, I'm selling the bar. You see, what am I saying? I'm telling you that you commit your way to the Lord. He'll bring it to pass. He'll take care of it. He'll work out the details. You know, I I was, uh, my wife and I were married at 19 years old. I turned 20. I was in the middle of a drug addiction problem. Never wanted to be a drug addict. Never wanted to be an alcoholic. I never wanted to do those things, ever. I grew up in the home of a, of my where my dad had been a bad drinker. I had made up my mind as a really young kid that I would never drink, ever. But I got into high school. I started drinking, started smoking pot. Then I started using all these other drugs. But you know what? That's not what I wanted. That's not what I wanted to do. I got married. My wife had a little baby boy. And something inside of me was so disgusted with myself. And I wanted to change. I really did. I wanted to change. And God saw that. You commit your way to the Lord, He'll bring it to pass. God set off a series of events in my life. Only God could have done it. And through this, through the series of events, I was introduced to a Pentecostal church. I don't have time to tell the whole story. I'm not going to tell it. I've told it before. But to me, they're miraculous events. To me, there was a voice that spoke to me in my car. There was things that happened to me. And we, my wife and I visited a Pentecostal church. And God got started to get a hold of me there. Just yesterday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday this week, my wife and I, our children, their spouses, my grandchildren, we went down and rented a giant cabin in South Dakota. And I was looking around at my family I was looking around at my grandchildren who are serving the Lord, being used by God. And I thought, how did this happen? How, how, how in the world did this happen? What plan did I have devised for this, for this to turn out so nice? And you know what? I didn't have a plan devised. I committed my way to the Lord. I put my trust in Him. He worked out all the details Tonight, I'm encouraging you. You know, I maybe I'm just talking to the messed up people out there. Maybe that's who I'm talking to. But you know what? You need to you need to commit your way to the Lord. You say I'm in so much trouble. I might as well just go get drunk. No, you're in so much trouble. You just need to commit your way to the Lord. He'll bring it to pass. He'll work out the miracles. There's a young man that goes to our church, and I I knew him a little bit from before, but not really. I'd met him maybe once or twice. But this this man had a meth problem. This man used meth with his mom for the first time, I think, when he was 15. Now, what a wonderful upbringing that was. 
But this man got locked up, and while he was locked up, his his uh, his wife left the children, and the children were put into foster care as two sons. But while he was locked up, he made his mind up. He was going to commit his way to the Lord. And that was the beginning of miracles happening in his life. This man is um, uh, married to a beautiful young lady from our church who had a son and he got out of he got out of jail he God God helped him to get out of that prison he was facing a lot of time God worked it out he didn't have to serve that time and now this man he's a homeowner in Dickinson he's got a beautiful Pentecostal wife he got his two sons back social services gave him his sons back he, uh, who, who, he had lost his sons to them. Now I heard they're having a baby together. And I'm thankful for that. Commit your way to the Lord. He'll bring it to pass. Abe, give, give out some information about how to get a hold of us. We'll still play that Sunday School Girls song, too. Well, we are from the New Life Pentecostal Church. And um, we're located right here in Dickinson, um, 501 Elks Drive, right north of the right north of the interstate, and our next service is on Wednesday night at 7.30 p.m., and we'd like to invite everyone who is in Dickinson to come to that, and uh, you can also join us on Sunday morning um, for Sunday school at uh, or at 10 a.m., and also for a worship service. Our worship service is at 11 a.m., and um, if you'd like to get a hold of Pastor Bob Simons, you can... Um, email him, and that is robertsimons58 at gmail.com, or you can call or text him, 701-290-7862. And um, we're from the New Life Pentecostal Church here in Dickinson. Um, If you're in Beach or the surrounding area of of Beach and you want to go to a a church that is preaching the Acts 238 message, you can go there, and there's a service there every Tuesday night at 730 that's at the Beach Community Center. And um, lately, I guess, in Bowman, um, there's a, a work starting down there. Um, and and uh, there's a guy down there named Seth Springer. And um, if you'd like to have a Bible study and you're from Bowman or that area, you can call him or text him. His phone number is 701-264-0770. Um, this is a Tell It Like It Is radio show. Lord Jesus, tonight, as we close this broadcast, Lord, I believe that you're, this is no coincidence, God, that you're talking to somebody tonight. I pray that you give them hope that they, all they need to do is really commit their life to you. And you're going to bring it to pass. You're going to bring them to a place where they can receive the Holy Ghost, where they can be baptized in Jesus' name. Uh, Lord, just, just, I pray that you just give these people hope tonight. No matter where they're at, no matter if they're listening in jail, in prison, wherever they're at, God, Lord, that you can work out all these steps in Jesus' name. Lord willing, we'll be back next Sunday night for another Tell It Like It Is radio show, 806 to 906 Mountain Time, every Sunday night. Till then, God bless. Good night. She's wearing the same dress she wore a week ago. After seven days
anxiously awaits anticipation on her face when the bus tops the hill a smile will take its place she's a Sunday school girl in a Friday night world in an ocean of despair she found a pearl Teacher and Jesus have become her friend Someday this day will never end She's in her own little world She's a Sunday Have you always wanted to have a program on the radio? If you can talk on the phone, you can have your very own program on Holy Ghost Radio 2. You can produce your program or we can help you produce it. For more information, tap on the ad panel on our app or contact us through our website, www.holyghostradio.com.
The preceding program was brought to you by an independent producer. The opinions expressed on the program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, or ownership of Holy Ghost Radio.